Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Rock Air Force Base Commissary. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Joined now by Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Good afternoon, Neil. Good afternoon, Randy. Another big week for sports betting. Even though uh, College World Series is over with, we still got regular Major League Baseball. And don't forget the flash bets on those. Those are becoming more and more popular. People are finding them, and they're loving that those bets are made and settled, uh, usually before the next pitch. So we're real proud of that product. And also, don't fret. Look at the special menus. We've got Major League Soccer, Major League Baseball. We even have a cross-sport special with the match with Mahomes and Curry playing golf this weekend. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the NCAA football season specials and the NFL season specials. Guys, we're under 70 days to Arkansas Razorback uh, football and right at 74 days into the NFL. So it's that time of year that we're all getting excited for football. I made sure last night, thanks to Carlton, that I still had uh, uh, the ability to go on to the double R prop specials after last night's LSU onslaught because I think everything that I had on there it seemed like it paid off last night, Neil. So yes, it did. Oh my! Yeah, when, when, when I saw those bats hitting yesterday during that game last night, I'm going, "Woo! Randy's going to get us good tonight." So <laughs> what a way to end the season, though, and and what a way to end the season with a good. Double R prop showing, so uh, you can't beat that with a hammer and a nail, as my mother used to say. There you go. All right, Neil. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen. Uh, go onto the App Store, get at Bear at Bet Saracen, or if not, go to betsaracen.com. And let's do this now. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Gentlemen, I'll start off this way. This is from our Asher Wrecker Service company live fan feedback. Is it true, Ryan Mallett? has drowned in Florida. I believe it to be true, yeah. Yes. I am getting it from multiple sources. You know, the, yep. it's interesting, Randy, not... I was just reading today, and it didn't have names on this, and maybe it just happened, but in Panama City, seven people have drowned in the last nine days near uh, Miramar Beach, which is Sandestin, one has drowned. Santa Rosa Beach, one has drowned because of the riptides. It's the worst Panama City right now. is the, the most dangerous beach in America because of the riptides. And I was reading how if you get caught in it, what you should do. But if you don't know that, you're in trouble. And that's where people are yeah. drowning right now in Florida is because of the riptides. The only white reason I know what you're supposed to do is because I watched the Peyton Hillis um, deal mm. on uh, yeah mm. was that today or Good Morning America or what, it was GMA but he was on there and uh, I guess I started looking up more I can't remember if it said it on there but it, you're supposed to swim sideways or kind of let it take you for a little bit yes you're supposed to yeah. let, you're supposed to float 
and let it take you and or swim with it even if it's taking you out swim with it until you get out of it and then you swim back yes yeah well um wow my if you don't know that obviously, yeah with ryan's family and oh my gosh. i know a lot of people that are very close to him and started covering him when he was 15 years old mm. um, when he was coming to razorback camp this unimaginable i mean yeah unimaginable you're exactly right unimaginable well there was the fearless friday golf tournament today and he uh westmore was uh putting it together or put the golf tournament together and he said that uh, he didn't know if anyone would be there uh, representing whitehall and Ryan promised he would be there next year, but he already had plans uh, to go on vacation. Oh, boy. Wow. So uh, I knew he didn't make the golf tournament today, but I had, certainly didn't imagine anything like this being the reason that uh, he would ever be able to play uh, in the golf tournament. So uh, our thoughts go out to the Mallet family. If you've ever been around Ryan, he is... He oh, was a character. Big personality. Big yes. personality. Yeah. And, um, man, whew, hard to, uh, again, hard to imagine that situation today. Uh, always hard, <coughs> Trey, when you have a situation like this to uh, turn your attention to sports, it all seems a little uh, really minor um, in the big picture when you um, – talk about losing someone uh but i will start with this uh aspect the trustees at the university of arkansas gave the okay for the next step in renovation of bud walton arena and i was trying to think today when i was reading this story um except for maybe replacing the floor maybe the scoreboard putting the uh, the, the ribbon boards around the arena, I don't think there's been any really update at all on Bud Walton Arena over these 30 years. That, can y'all remember something Not else? A lot. They, they have changed a few no. of the concourse uh, displays because I was involved in all the first ones, and uh, some of those have been taken out. There's some different ones in the museum area itself. Other than a couple tweaks, it looks about like it did in nineteen, you know, ninety after the national championship team. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, there's they can definitely do some upgrades there. But I think they're looking more, aren't they, Trey? They they want the revenue. They're looking more at how they can do uh, higher price seating. Yeah, there's maintenance and all that other stuff, but they want to go the full route where they can make more money there, don't you think? Yeah, and. I remember something a few years ago when Jeff Long was outlining uh, outlining the uh, facilities uh, upgrade plan, and that he talked about you know concourses and obviously there's a new athletic director, but talked about concourses and also more accessibility for I think maybe large trucks and stuff for like you know concerts, um, you know, to, so you'd yeah. be able to use it for other things like that, and it's not really. Um, accessible for everything that you know. I guess concerts need. So um, I would assume they'll probably oh know, yeah take care of that as well. Um, well, and, and as well as provide. I mean, you go in some some stadiums now, and they're you know they're suites and everything. Well, heck, uh, Bomb Walker. You know, um, you, that's <laughs> there's some pretty nice ones. Um, but there's definitely room for, you know, improved seating, more luxury seating, and, and things like that. And um, I would like to see them change around some of the seating stuff uh, just for how the venue's shown on television. You know, you look at some programs like uh, Michigan or how Auburn does it. Auburn does it with, the you know, the coaches, the back of their heads facing the, the TV camera. But it shows off all the students on the other end of the court, and it just the place just always looks like a madhouse and that's how bud walton is a lot of times but it doesn't always um show that on tv for most and now big games huge games obviously it's it's been that uh the auburn game a couple years ago but 
you know, it's always good to get the students on there and make it look like it's a, a madhouse. Well, you know, they're, they're, again, they're, that's, that's all good because I can tell you why the original building, it's at that time, and I'm assuming still most, if you're asking TV, they want to shoot the coaches. They, they want the cameras in line with the coaches, and you can use a handheld to go in front of the students when you need to do that. But, um, you know, there, there were several luxury boxes built in there, but now people want more, and there's more high dollars that want to go in there. Um, and, and I, I got to believe that's most of what they're talking about. And although, you know, those seats have been in there for 30 years, and mm-hmm. you need upgrades there after a while. You don't want it to look like the Maravich Center. <laughs> yeah. And some, sometimes, it takes, uh, sometimes it takes a resurgence, you know. I, yes, I think absolutely. Houston Nutt, when he took over at Arkansas, and they yeah. went won nine games that first yeah. year, and that really right. uh, spurned things for the expansion of uh, Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, which was then just Razorback Stadium. Dave Van Horn, um, yeah. I mean, that's obvious, uh, with Baum Walker. Uh, so, absolutely. And then, you know, of course, the success that Nolan Richardson was having, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the early 90s, um, getting Bud Walton built in the first place. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it it takes demand, and demand is often brought on by, you know, a coach that is, you know, just changes things, takes things to another level. Now, it didn't get sustained necessarily with Houston, but uh, he definitely, you know, breathed life back into the state because it, it had gotten kind of quiet yeah. uh, as far as Arkansas football. Yeah, you're right. and But here's the thing that, yeah, Musselman's hot right now, and so that's why you want to do it. But now this – they're not even going to start until after the next two seasons. Mm-hmm. So that means you you got to make sure Eric Musselman's still here, which I think he will be, and you got to make sure he's still winning at that level. But here is the smart thing. Okay, they, they put 19,200 seats in because the demand was outrageous at that time. Football was down, and Nolan was hot. He, they were winning and so they found out that more people would buy tickets than they thought, so they kept adding seats, adding seats, adding seats. I think what they're talking about is now a capacity of around 17. That's probably more sustainable mm-hmm. for selling all your season tickets every year because from the time, to your point, Trey, from the time that Nolan's team started cooling off until really Musselman, there was no season sold out. There were some games sold out, but there was no season sold out. And even Hunter Juracek said even last year, this one surprised me, but he said even last year when it was sold out, they averaged 70% capacity. So that's mm-hmm. talking about averaging 15,000 a game. The bigger games obviously were sellouts, and obviously some of the December games, you know, people didn't come. But so 16 to 17 is probably more ideal than 19. They were saying Possibly. in this same report, that uh, 90% of the season tickets are sold, but only 70% of capacity is what is there on the average. Yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm answering <laughs> text after text after text about. Yeah, no, that's that's what I just um, about I Ryan Mallet. I apologize. I'm getting no. I didn't. Hey, what you're dealing with is a lot more important than the capacity of Bud Walton Arena. That that is. I'm I'm still sitting here. Just hardly, you just don't even think that's even possible. You know, I think we were talking about uh, when we talked about the football player who was signed and didn't get here, in my memory, right. and Trey's, it's the first guy that has committed to Arkansas that didn't make it because of a death. And then you think yeah. about the football players that have died while they're here, and we could think of five. Well, Ryan Mallett's still a young guy. You just 35. don't even think about that. 35 you years of age. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you you mentioned uh, in football recruiting. That's we've never had that happen at twenty four seven, and no. we didn't. Like I'm trying to figure out a way because I want to, I want him to stay on the commit list, you know. But at the same time, you know, you can't like count him towards like you know team ranking points mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so I'm asking you know our guys like, what's the protocol for this? And nobody knows because it's never happened before. Yeah. It's just, just a very rare, bizarre thing. It's, man, life is very fragile. Yes. Let's talk with um, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? 
Yeah, guys, you know, I hate to hear that. Uh, Rick, we always talk about none of us a pro- promise tomorrow. No. But you, you better know you, you better know the Lord, and you better know the path of, you know, in your Savior. You know, That's correct. That, I, I just... I just I hate to hear that. That it's it's mind numbing. At yeah. thirty five years old, uh, I say it's just terrible. Well, here's uh, what I picture. I don't know how you guys think of this. My wife always has a saying of, and because she gets hit hard by people if we know die, and he'll say she'll say, when he or she woke up that morning, they never envisioned that that was going to happen. And as soon as we heard that story, I'm think I'm thinking here is Ryan Mallet, a strapping strong guy. When he walked out on that beach, went in the water, he went with the same confidence that he threw a football. Oh, yeah. Never yeah. dreaming Absolutely. that that could happen. Yeah. Well, in that same breath, Trey, Rick, Randy, the people that are around you, tell them that you love them. Mm-hmm. And that's right. You can do that right now. You can, you can do that for right now in this moment. You can, everybody that's listening, you can do that, you, you know, in the moment. Uh, outside that, Trey, uh, football-related, who worries you the most? Texas A&M or Ole Miss with Hugh Freeze and Bobby Trino at Texas A&M. Which program worries you the most moving forward? Guys, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, Savage. Well, uh, as far as the stat, the coach, uh, I would say I think Ole Miss, I think Texas A&M is on the verge of crumbling. I mentioned there's a five-game stretch in the middle of the season where it is I mean, you could absolutely see them coming away from that with a losing record and um, I could see, I mean, Jimbo's been there for a while. He's had one really solid year, probably should have made the playoffs that year, uh, but didn't. Um, they took Notre Dame. and But aside from that, what has he done? And last year they won, what, five games? I mean, I could see it unraveling for him. With Ole Miss, I think they, you know, I think they're very high on, on Lane Kiffin. I think they're... I mean, he's done a lot of good things for him, and seems to be very attractive to transfers. And um, so I would say, Ole Miss, and and you know, just for this year, it hasn't been kind playing in Arlington, but it's still a split crowd, and the Ole Miss game is in Oxford. Uh, I'm not sure where to go from here. Okay, uh, from our Buzz text line. Uh, this from the eight seven zero Trey. How is Matt Landers and the other Hogs that went to the NFL this past year doing? Well, I haven't really um, kept up with exactly what's going on with Matt. Um, or, I mean, any of them. It's just, it's just like rookie tri- rookie camps and OTAs and stuff. I guess right now. So. I've, don't really have a good answer, I guess. Sorry. I think they're in that um, zone right now or time frame that they had the OTAs mm-hmm. and that ended, I want to say, last Friday. And now the next break will take them to uh, when fall camp opens up in July for most of your NFL yeah. teams. I you know I read the transactions. Rick got me into reading the transactions, Trey. <laughs> yeah. Some some Got time ago. Going on. Yeah. Right. And um but not always will they they list all the players that have been cut. I mean you I'm sure they publish them you know when the information is available, but gosh these NFL teams make so many so many transactions that uh sometimes it's hard to keep up with but um uh there are multiple multiple sources that's where my attention a moment ago rig between the text and then then uh different i was directed to different websites where as an example on three is reporting that Whitehall head football coach Ryan Mallett drowns in Florida. They didn't say where he was at that particular time today, but um, says multiple sources uh, said that Mallett was transported to a Florida hospital from a beach. He was pronounced deceased at 
the hospital. So mm. we are getting that from several different sources. So, man, tragic, tragic news. Nope. That um, uh, the other um, story, and try. I want to get your thoughts on this. Let me look at my clock here. We got about a minute and a half. Uh, you posted Arkansas football summer workout update, and I mean, I'm looking at a guy like Rocket Sanders bench pressing 365 pounds. That seems wow. very impressive. Hmm. Uh, I look at Bo Limmer, 445 pounds, but the the clubhouse leader, so to speak, is Dorian Carter at 450 pounds. Then the squat mm-hmm. numbers seem to be off the chart. Yeah, this is just, you know, this is not like a list of, you know, top performers necessarily or anything like that. Uh, we have people on our website asking if I could find out any information what's going on in the summer workouts. They're going five days a week, a couple days a week of doing, um, of doing uh, uh, skill instruction and, and meetings. Uh, but a lot of it's, you know, this kind of training and stuff and was able to get numbers from several people. I'll tell you. Uh, anybody wants to go up to Hog Sports, you can check out the article there. But um, the guy that really stands out to me, uh, Isaac Tesla, you've got 315 on the bench. Uh, you've got 455 on the on the squat. His broad jump was 10 foot 5, which was the best number that I found, tied for the best number that I found. And his vertical was 38 inches, which was the second best number um, that I was able to come up with. Uh, but I've got stuff on several guys but those are pretty impressive numbers for a 6'4 215 pound wide receiver he looks like he weighs 150 pounds dripping wet all right trey we will talk with you tomorrow that is trey biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by asher wrecker service company rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater drive time sports will continue Join the guys from Morning Mayhem Friday broadcasting live from Fletcher Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sherwood on your fun and game station 1037 The Buzz. Congo Fireplace and Patio is having a huge 4th of July blowout sale. Save hundreds of dollars on the best selection and best quality of outdoor furniture in the state. Choose from over 100 brand name collections, dining sets, seating groups, bar sets, chaises, and gliders in stock and ready to go. And now everything is up to 50% off. Plus, Congo has a great selection of built-in grills, pellet smokers, and fire pits. Family owned and operated since 1920. Shop local and feel the difference. Congo Fireplace and Patio. I-30 Benton. Oakland Racing Casino Resort presents the Great Arkansas Beer Festival, Rock City Margarita Festival, Saturday, July 22nd at the Statehouse Convention Center. Brought to you in part by Tito's Handmade Vodka and Mosquito Joe. Go to 1037thebuzz.com for more. It's the Ranger and Mercury Firecracker Blowout Sale. Going on now at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Check out the Regency 230 LE3 Sport with 250 Mercury Verado and get up to $10,000 in savings. Or try the Ranger 520R with Mercury 250 Pro XS and up to $5,000 inflation discount. And a free cover on the spot financing. Buy today, play today. Available now up to July 4th at all six Bradford Marina Day TV statewide locations. Your authorized Ranger dealer. When I can- can't sleep, my mind just races. I think about work, the kids, but I don't think about taking melatonin because I'm afraid I'll feel groggy in the morning. Zequel Pure Z's Gummies has an optimal dose of melatonin for no next day grogginess, so you can fall asleep naturally and wake up feeling refreshed. <sighs> Zequel Pure Z's Gummies, for better sleep like never before. And try Pure Z's Sleep plus next day energy with melatonin plus extended release B vitamins. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp today. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. The InventHelp data bank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Get started today. Call 1-800-217-4380. That's 1-800-217-4380. Again, 1-800-217-4380. This is Pat Bradley for Wood Davis. If you've never painted a room before, it's easier than 
than you think. First-timers who plan each step are quick to wonder what all the fuss was about. Head over to Whit Davis in Jacksonville, Sherwood, or Greenbrier, and you'll find more Valspar medallion colors than you could possibly imagine, including the perfect one for your interior painting project. Medallions are the only paint and primer with color affinity and provides one coat color that lasts. Get organized, get down to work, and then enjoy. And don't settle for anything less than Valspar medallion paint and primer at Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Every day, we do one thing, and we do it at the highest level. We formed Arkansas Urology more than 25 years ago, and ever since, our world-class team has gained experience and expertise in every aspect of urology. Today, you'll find our state-of-the-art facilities across Arkansas, where the latest technologies are used in innovative ways by skilled specialists who are dedicated to one thing, improving lives every day. Schedule your appointment at ArkansasUrology.com. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. It's gut check time. Drive Time Sports is back on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll visit with Logan Quinn, head basketball coach at Southern Arkansas. But first, I want to talk to you about First Security Bank, because whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. As Arkansas's community bank, First Security is all about taking care of customers and making life better right here in Arkansas. So more people can buy a home, run a business, and a whole lot more. In fact, the financial professionals at First Security are big fans of Arkansas. And that's because they're Arkansas-owned and Arkansas-focused. They take care of communities just like they take care of customers. Check them out at fsbank.com and get ready to bank better at First Security. Remember, FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Joined now by the head basketball coach of Southern Arkansas. And Logan, you had quite a season this past year for the Mule Riders. We did. Thanks for thanks for having me on. This is a treat for me. You know, I grew up in Little Rock, uh, Arkansas, so driving around with my dad at this time, being able to listen to, to you, Randy, and you, Rick, this is a treat, but um, yeah, we had a really, really good year. Really happy with our, our team and our coaching staff to, to be able to have 22 wins and to be able to go to the NCAA tournament and win our, win our conference tournament championship. I was really pleased and just really proud of our program last year. Logan, did, did it all come together for you? What, what made the difference this past season for the success you enjoyed there at SAU? You know, I, I I think we had a team full of guys that just really, really played for each other. Um, you know, we we started off the year, we, we started off 0-2 against two really, really good teams in our in our region challenge in Minnesota. Um, and But I never really felt like our guys flinched at all. Um, I felt like we had a really connected team. Our guys truly loved each other and, and played so so hard for each other i mean we talk about all the time as a program we talk about shocking effort um our guys should should play with shocking effort like the the little old lady up in the corner of the stands when she drives home she should be shocked at how hard we play um and i feel like we did that on a nightly basis um and our guys played for each other and we were extremely connected and we never really felt like we were out of any game um this past year, we were at Harding, and I think we were down 18 points with 17 minutes to go and ended up winning the game by seven or eight. So we never really felt like we were out of any game, and we played for each other, and I feel like that was the difference in having a really good year. You know, sometimes we think this guy's got to step up or this guy's got to step up. Uh, talk about some of the players who had to step up this year for Southern Arkansas. Yeah, I think the the, the number one guy that – that stepped up for us um, was our Division One transfer, Greg Hammond. Um, he's a kid that we recruited a little bit out of high school, 
uh, out of New Orleans. He ended up going to Rhode Island and then went to uh, Massachusetts Lowell, and now he's now he's here with us. But I mean, he was the newcomer of the year. He was first team all league in the GAC, which is a really really tough athletic Division two league, probably the toughest most athletic Division two league in the country, in my opinion. Um, he did an incredible job for us. I think he shot 42% from three. He's, he's a six, seven guard. I mean, we played him anywhere between the one and the four, sometimes the five when we went small. So Greg was awesome for us. Um, Latraven Black, uh, a kid from Shreveport who, again, we recruited out of high school. He went to a different division two, um, out of junior college. And then we got him as a grad transfer. We used the portal and got him. Um, and he was incredible for us. He, um, he was great at the five spot because he could get the rebound and push it, um, and kind of start our break as a, as a five man. So, um, those two guys were really, really good. And then we had two fifth year seniors come back, um, took advantage of their COVID year. Um, and both those guys now, um, have been to two out of the last three NCAA tournaments for, for us here at SAU. So, that was kind of our core, um, and then we got C.J. Ray, who was who was great for us coming off the bench, and um, it just kind of speaks to the unselfishness of our team. I mean, we had seven different leading scores this past year, um, so when you have seven guys that can at any one moment be the leading scorer in a game, um, it just speaks to the connectivity, and it speaks to um, our guys being really, really unselfish. And it's when you have seven leading scores, it's pretty hard to defend. Sure. Good balance there. Speaking of uh, impressive, top 26 in the country in offensive rebounding. That's impressive. Yeah, we. that's one of the things that we emphasize. Um, every single shot that we shoot, um, we should have a whole bunch of guys crashing. The only guys that think the ball's going in is the shooter. So uh, we do a ton when it comes to film work. Um, you know, not accepting box outs is a huge thing. You know, when you watch film of guys and or you just casually watch a game, you can see time and time again guys that just, you know, take a couple steps in and go after the offensive rebound and just stand behind a guy that's boxing them out. Um, but we talk about not accepting a box out. And um, if you can't grab it, tip it, do something to try to keep it alive. And I felt like our guys really bought in to going to offensive rebound and, Anytime you can be top 26, top 25 in the country in anything, um, I think you did a really, really good job throughout the year. So I'm proud of our guys buying in and just being dogs on the glass and being able to go get that rebound because it really did help us win a whole bunch of close games, being able to kind of play volleyball with it off the glass to each other. And then somebody comes up with a win with a, with a win with the ball and put it back in the basket or even a kick out three. Um, the best time to shoot a three is off an offensive rebound kick out, and we did that a ton. So, super proud of us on the offensive glass. We talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about it. The transfer portal. How important, Logan, by the way, this is Logan Quinn, head basketball coach of Southern Arkansas down in Magnolia. How important at the D2 level is the transfer portal? You know, it's it's extremely, extremely important, especially for us um, last year and even and even this year. We've identified the portal as as something that we can utilize um, to be able to to get old and stay old when it comes to when it comes to transfers. Um, now that the transfer portal is twofold, um, the transfer portal gives and the transfer portal takes away. <laughs> but yes, um, you know, I think. I think the the culture that we've established here, we haven't had a whole lot of guys in the transfer portal that surprised us or that we didn't want in the transfer portal. Um, So for us, I mean, we had nine new guys last year and and six of them were transfer portal guys, whether they were division one or division two transfers. Um, This year, um, we've been able to go in the portal and go get three guys out of the out of the portal that we feel like can really really help and fill in some holes immediately. Um, because I think one of the big successes that we had was being able to go get transfer portal guys that had experience, whether it's Division One or Division Two experience that've been through the fire. Because when you play in the Great American Conference, you need grown men um, to go win you games, 
and sometimes freshmen and sometimes even junior college guys just aren't ready physically yet. Um, so when you can go get uh, Division two transfers that have played a ton of games, I mean, our starting point guard played over 100 Division two games. Um, you know, our our two wings played over 100 Division two games, and then our starting five man, who was a Division two transfer, played over 90 Division two games. So um, the the experience that I like uh, on our team is is heavily involved with the transfer portal. Um, but you know, with that, we had a couple guys that we went and got out of the transfer portal that just didn't really pan out. Um, so you never really know how guys are going to kind of stick and how guys are going to really, you know, buy into the culture and how you want to play from school to school. But um, I feel like we did a really, really good job, especially this this past year at recruiting transfer portal guys, um, and you know, kind of ingratiating them into our program and um i mean you you don't come here unless you're about work and about getting it in every single day um or else it's going to be really really hard for you so being able to identify high character guys that have big time work ethic out of the portal is kind of what we've aimed to do and i feel like we've done job and hopefully we can keep it going with this next recruiting class well, apparently you got a pretty good one by the name of Cedric Garrett from Northwestern State. That's a, that's a nice addition. It is. Ced is an awesome, awesome high-character dude. Um, he's about 6'5", really, really athletic, uh, averaged about eight points a game at Northwestern State, had some really good games for them. Um, he's another guy that um, we recruited out of junior college, and he ended up going Division One couple hours down the road in Louisiana and then when he was a grad transfer we we got on him again and we're able to get him this time but we're really excited about Cedric um we're really really excited about another division two transfer that just became official a couple hours ago signing with us scored about 13 points a game at his previous division two um so those two guys are going to be big parts of of our team next year and then um you know being able to go get two teammates out of Bozier Parish. Um, both guys really, really athletic, about 6'5". Um, one of them can really, really get up on the rim. We'll be able to throw in some lobs, in the, and then the other one can stretch the defense and shoot the three and be able to put it on the floor. So um, we're excited about this recruiting class. And then, you know, we kind of rounded out the class with three high school kids. Um, one of them is Zach Pennington, who his mom and dad played at SAU. Uh, back in the day, Zach played at Lake Hamilton. He's the all-time leading scorer uh, in Lake Hamilton history. Um, so we're excited about him. And then Navy Till, who played at Magnolia, has won multiple state championships, was a teammate of Darian Ford at, at Magnolia for a few years. He's a point guard. He's really, really fast, really shifty, can get in the paint and make plays. Um, so we're excited about about him. And then um, our last freshman we have bringing in, he's about 6'8", 215 from Baton Rouge. Um, can stretch out the defense. He can shoot the three a little bit. Uh, Got to get a little bit stronger to be able to bang with the bigs in our league. But we're really excited about kind of the mix of transfer portal guys, junior college guys, and then high school guys. So we're excited about our class. Nice, nice mix. Well, Logan, we say congratulations on uh, a fantastic season for the Mule Riders. And we look forward to following your progress uh, this upcoming fall. So good luck to you in the upcoming season. Yes, sir. Thank thank you guys for having me on. Go Riders. You bet. Logan Quinn, head basketball coach of Southern Arkansas. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Coming up next, Hoop Scoop. Kevin McPherson. Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the chocolate nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word. Those of us old enough to remember the UCLA dynasty of John Wooden still marvel at those legendary teams. 
that won 10 national championships in just 12 years. Don't look now, folks, but Patty Gasso's OU Sooners are achieving something similarly scintillating. They just set a record by winning 53 straight games on their way to a third straight national championship in softball, making it five of the last seven. Sometimes it's difficult to appreciate greatness until it's gone, but Sooner softball is adding to the legend annually. Also adding to the legend is Doublebee's, an Arkansas company serving Arkansans. Are you looking for a great place to work? Go to DoubleBees.com and apply online and become part of the team. DoubleBees, it's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's DoubleBees. Look, I get it. We all receive a lot of messages and calls. But when you're driving, they can wait. Slow down, phone down. Work zone crashes have increased by 70% in Arkansas over the last four years. Law enforcement officers are patrolling work zones with zero tolerance for speeding or distracted drivers. When you enter a work zone, remember, slow down, phone down. It's the law. A message from the Arkansas Department of Transportation and the Arkansas Highway Safety Office. Make the most of every lawn with Kubota Commercial Landscaping Equipment. From the productivity-boosting Z700 mower to the reliable SVL track loader, it's a lineup built to get the job done right. Because when your reputation is on the line, you need equipment that will never let you down. Visit your local Kubota dealer today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. RiverValleyTractor.com. Have you been outside recently and you have that pain in your back or your shoulder, maybe even in your knee? Well, why don't you get rid of it? Take your life back. Go check out my friends over at QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. You know, I had a friend call me the other day, and he says, you know, I've got some really bad back pain. And he goes, I I just don't have time to to be out of work and not be able to do what I do every day. And I told him, I said, you need to call my friends over at QC Kinetics. So he did. He went through the free consultation. And the next thing you know, he calls me and says, you know what, my back is feeling amazing. If you're that same guy or gal and you've got that nagging pain in your back, your knees, your shoulders, just call QC Kinetics today. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right to where the pain is. The best part, no invasive surgery, no harmful drugs, and no downtime. Give QC Kinetics a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. That's 501 1-222-8440. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, now joined by... Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. I am receiving multiple, multiple live in feedback posts as well as the Buzz text line post. It is true today. Ryan Mallett drowned in Florida. Uh, he was taken to a local hospital and he was pronounced dead uh, from drowning there in Florida. Uh, Kevin, I want to I apologize for taking up your time on that, but. Um, I'm getting so much feedback because I keep getting asked, is it true, is it true, is it true? Mm-hmm. So, um, unfortunately, uh, it has been verified through multiple sources. Um, all right, Kevin, if you can, uh, how would you summarize your – you didn't go to – did you get to go back behind the curtain, so to speak, in the green room or – uh, how close did you get to the green room? But talk about your experience going to the NBA draft. Yeah, they're, 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 the NBA draft has limits, and one of those is no Kevin McPherson in the green room. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. 
I didn't get that far, guys. Doggone it. Did you not tell them you're you're being sponsored by Fence Brokers and Chris expected you to go back in the green room? Yeah, it it didn't happen. I, you know, but I didn't fight for it. I had a pass. I didn't have a green room pass, so um, it, I had a lot of fun. It was a it was a great experience covering uh, the draft. You know, this wasn't quite unprecedented in Arkansas history. When you go back to the 1992 class that sent three players in the first round and a fourth in the second round, we know that was Todd Day, Oliver Miller, Lee Mayberry, and Isaiah Bush Morris. Uh, but it, but in recent history, and certainly under Eric Musselman, uh, th- this was you know the second best in standard in program history. Um, it was the first time since '92 that Arkansas had as many as uh, two players go in the f- same first round, and had three players drafted. Of course, that was Anthony Black at number six to Orlando, Nick Smith Jr. 27th in the first round to the Charlotte Hornets, um, and then and then Jordan Walls 38th drafted by Sacramento, but traded to the Boston Celtics. Um, and then Ricky Council of Fourth signed a, quickly signed a two-way contract, just not long after the draft ended, uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers, or agreed to a two-way deal, uh, which will, you know, those two-way contracts now, he'll split time, uh, probably more time in the G League, uh, but he'll get some opportunities to be called up and be on the 15-man roster at some point, I would think. Uh, for the 76ers during, during an 82-game season uh, and, get, and and probably find his way onto the court in an NBA game. So Arkansas just added two, four new pro hogs at the NBA level. Uh, you know, last year there were six playing in NBA games, and they just added four more. So quite a night for the program. Uh, with the three players drafted, it was the most by Arkansas, by any team, by any school uh, in this draft, tied with UCLA, but Arkansas had the higher draft pick, so... I think we can give Arkansas the 2023 NBA Draft Championship among schools and how they did in the draft. What is the atmosphere, Kevin, uh, there at the draft? I mean, I, you you sometimes feel the energy, and then when a pick is announced, and certainly it may not be the player that you expected to go in that particular slot, but what what is the atmosphere? like it's it's really intense and exciting um i was outside the barclay center most of the day doing reporting um as and as the line grew and fans started lining up hours hours before the draft and um the excitement level was already at a fevered pitch honestly because you could you could just tell um by the many fans that were wearing different jerseys representing different organizations it, it gets a little wild that once you're inside it's it's not quiet. It is. It is. There's a buzz. It's energized. And then this was, I think, a special draft, not just because of the Arkansas angle, but you know, the number one overall pick, Victor Wimbiana. I probably butchered that. I, I'm not. There's. Uh, but the point is, the number one overall pick was one of those. It's one of those players uh, that kind of made this an iconic draft, just because of the comparisons to the kind of impact he could have, not only on the franchise he got him, but the NBA because of the. Uh, unicorn, quote unquote, skill set that he brings at seven four, but it reminds you of guys like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, some other top got top build guys coming in uh, that just kind of set the draft apart, maybe from other drafts and, and other and you know the number one overall pick kind of sets the tone for those kind of things. So it was very energetic. I'm in the building. I'm, I see uh, Victor go number one to San Antonio as expected, uh, and the place just got wild, and you could t- see the anticipation. Uh, you know, on, on the fans who were there, you could see the excitement level building before that first pick even was called. And once it was, we were off and running, and it was a lot of energy in that building. I'm telling you, the city of New York has, uh, you know, if you're short on coffee that day, that's okay, because there's a lot of energy in the city anyway. But the NBA draft, big deal. Did it catch you by surprise that Nick fell all the way to 27? Yes. It did. I, I thought he would go. Uh, I thought he would settle somewhere in the late teens, probably most likely with with a chance that it would be in the twenties. I thought maybe he'd go in the early twenties if he fell that far. Then uh, you had a couple of things that happened that um, even derailed that. But I think at twenty seven, where he ended up is in, in in Charlotte, ends up being good for him because I think he's going to have plenty of opportunities to get on the court. That's been a, a, an organization that has 
struggled, um, and they're looking for players to come in, step up, and, and, and fight for playing time, and I think he's a guy that's going to do that. Uh, and it's not a team that's expected to win in the following season. It reminds me a little bit of Oklahoma City and how the Thunder came in the last season, and guys like Jalen Williams and, and Isaiah Joe were getting opportunities from a team not expected. They were going to play a lot of guys because they weren't expected to do anything with their season other than develop. And they ended up fighting for, you know, almost a, a top six playoff um, seed. They end up in a play-in game. They didn't make the playoffs. They lost, won their first playing and lost second. But I think Charlotte could be that kind of a situation for, for Nick Smith Jr. where he's going to get opportunities to play as that team tries to develop guys. And he comes in with Brandon Miller, his old grassroots high school teammate, the number two overall pick after Victor. Um, and so you've got uh, two rookies there that's a lot the city of Charlotte's really looking to toward to maybe help things turn around, but both of those guys are going to get plenty of opportunity. So I think even though I was surprised he fell as far as 27, you have to look at it post-draft and say, okay, is this guy in a situation that might be better than if he had been picked a few spots ahead? And I think in Nick Smith Jr.'s case, that will be, what, that will be an advantage to him where he went, not just when he went. On the other hand, were you surprised that Jordan Walsh went at 38? Um, not surprised. I thought he might go late 30s, mid-second round, in, in a chance that maybe he, you know, was a... Uh, you know, I didn't think he could really sneak into the first round, but I thought there might have been an outside chance to, you know, get closer to that 30 line, just depending upon the, what a team was trying to do with the trade and... and and get other assets, acquire other assets, and bring him in because I still see him as more of a development piece. And going to Boston, a team that's already structured to win now and play for championships, I think it's a great landing for him because he's not going to have the pressure to come in and, and be an immediate answer for anything. He's going to have a chance to develop. He's a three and D projection for the next level. I think the defensive part, he's on a great pace uh, to help himself on that part of it. I think his, his instantly tournament at Arkansas helped him raise. You know, raise his profile. I thought his combine work helped him raise his profile. I think the three part of it, shooting threes and being a little, you know, being a guy that you can go to as uh, the fourth option in the offense when the ball swings, he's going to be a below the break on either side of the floor a lot in that offense. And that's quarter three point shooting. And so he's just a guy that's going to have to help, have to learn how to develop, uh, you know, taking those shots with confidence and in rhythm. Uh, to, to not be a liability on the offensive end. But I think Boston's a great spot for him with a, a near-championship pedigree and some of the talent that the organization has to develop. Kevin, we will talk with you on Friday. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net, and thanks to Fence Brokers. Hour number three, straight ahead. Stay tuned. Now is a great time to get on the water, kick back, and do some fishing. And the team at Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is ready to help you out. Max Perry Wings in Stuttgart is your Tohatsu Outboard dealer. Tohatsu Outboards are affordably priced and backed by a five-year warranty. Max offers competitive prices and in-house financing, along with a service center with certified Tohatsu technicians. Fishing rods to guns, casual summer clothing to a new Tohatsu Outboard.